global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World, Hank Waters, I'm Charlie Pellet, the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ, all lower on this Wednesday. Folks from Lime Brokerage ringing that closing bell. Stocks declined in light volume amid fragile sentiment as traders weigh the probability of the U.K. voting to remain in the European Union. A day ahead of the referendum, an early climb for equities lost momentum after Brexit polls released today quelled optimism. S&P 500 index down three at the close to 2,085, a drop of two-tenths of one percent. Dow Industrials down 49, a drop of three-tenths of one percent. The Nasdaq Composite Index down 10 to 48.33, a drop there of two-tenths of one percent. Tenure up 6.30 seconds, the yield 1.68 percent. Gold lower by three tenths of one percent down 380 the ounce to 1268 crude oil down 71 cents 4914 a barrel west texas intermediate dropping by 1.4 percent now what about opportunities in u.s stocks john manley is chief equity strategist at wells fargo funds he was our guest right here on taking stock one of the things that's happened for the last two years that's so amazing to me is that neither stocks nor earnings expectations have gone anywhere in the u.s and i think that's helped the big companies as well as the yield play I think earnings are starting to lift off a little bit. And if that happens, I think you could see more outperformance in the mid-cap sector. So I'm sort of agnostic when it comes to this sort of thing. I still think for myself, being an aging baby boomer, you know, large caps are not a bad place to be. The National Association of Realtors says sales of previously owned homes climbed in May to the highest in more than nine years, indicating that demand for residential real estate remains robust. S&P 500 index fell three points today to 2,085, a drop there of two-tenths of one percent. Again, recapping the Dow down 49 at the close to 17,780, a drop of three-tenths of one percent, and NASDAQ lower by two-tenths of one percent to 4833. 402 on Wall Street. Now let's take a look at other news from around the world on Bloomberg Radio. Charlie, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. On Thursday, voters in the U.K. go to the polls to decide whether to remain in the European Union. At a rally today, Prime Minister David Cameron said staying in the EU makes Britain, in his words, stronger, safer and better off. Go out and vote Remain. Go out and vote Remain for a bigger, better Britain inside a reformed European Union. U.K. Independence Party leader and Leave campaigner Nigel Farage says EU leader are unable to lower unemployment and economic stagnation or to deal with the migrant crisis. Tomorrow, people will bring the opportunity to have a chance to say this must end. Polls have consistently shown voters split with the outcome too close to call. Hillary Clinton has picked up the endorsement of Brent Scowcroft. He's a retired U.S. Air Force Lieutenant General and was the National Security Advisor under Presidents Gerald Ford and George H.W. Bush. Scowcroft says Secretary Clinton would bring, quote, unique experience to the presidency. Former House Speaker Dennis Hastert has reported to a federal prison facility in southeastern Minnesota. That's where he'll begin a 15-month sentence after he admitted guilt in a hush money case in an effort to conceal past child molestation. 
Governor Cuomo wants to know who allowed police officers to shut down a lane of the Lincoln Tunnel to provide a private escort for a businessman. The businessman and two high-ranking NYPD officers were arrested earlier this week as part of an ongoing federal corruption investigation. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Mark Crumpton. This is Bloomberg. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, recapping, a move lower for stocks today. S&P 500 index down 3 to 2,085, a drop of two-tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates the motion. I feel the earth move under my feet. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. called Movers and Shakers. They cost a little more, but that name cracked me up. Bloomberg Taking Stock, Movers and Shakers, with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. A little more tilt to the downside today in the S&P 500. When you look at the winners and losers, in fact, 284 companies saw their share prices close lower, 213 higher, eight unchanged. Our stock editor, Dave Wilson, is back to kick off movers and shakers. Well, given that it was a down day, it's probably as good a reason as any to start with the worst performer in the S&P 500, and that would be uh, the graphics software maker Adobe Systems. Their fiscal second quarter sales came up just short of analyst average estimate in the Bloomberg survey, and Adobe's third quarter revenue forecast was also lower than projections. They're one of these companies that has been affected by this whole shift toward Internet-based software, cloud computing, as opposed to programs installed on desktops. They've countered that with something called the Creative Cloud, uh, a subscription service. Nonetheless, the idea that revenue coming up short, not going over well with investors, Adobe Systems down 5.7% on the day. I'll tell you about the shares of McDonald's, uh, down more than one and a half percent to $120.62. That's a decline of more than $2 a share. Uh, RBC restaurant analyst David Palmer in a note to clients says that traffic is still negative at McDonald's as the chain continues to wrestle with its dollar menu hangover. You may recall that McDonald's eliminated the popular dollar menu earlier this year when it was no longer profitable for franchises. Indeed, he says, that there is perhaps too much, it's a, that the stock is too expensive compared to uh, the relative chains such as Chickafil or In-N-Out Burger. Uh, he says that second quarter sales growth estimates for McDonald's is 2.5% down from 3.5%. McDonald's shares down. One and a half percent today. Well, I'd like to look at uh, FedEx. It dropped four and a half percent today. That's quite a chunk of change if you own that stocks. The most in five months, in fact. It disappointed investors by not providing more specifics on how the $4.8 billion acquisition of Dutch shipping company TNT Express will affect earnings. In fact, FedEx excluded the impact of the May 25th acquisition of TNT. Maybe it's just so soon they couldn't figure it out, Dave Wilson. From their profit forecast for the current fiscal year, which runs through May 2017, they said the deal will boost earnings in fiscal 2018. Uh, Helene Becker, a very well-known Cohen & Company analyst, said in a report, 
today, quote, we find it frustrating that management did not give better metrics regarding the merger as it will be a large driver of growth into the future. This acquisition of TNT gives FedEx an extensive ground delivery network in Europe, making it a stronger competitor to market leaders, including uh, United Parcel Service and Deutsche Post AG's DHL, Dave. We've talked about stocks that were down today, and if you look at uh, those that were up in the S&P 500, you see a lot of drug and biotechnology companies on the list. This all has to do with the Independent Payment Advisory Board. It was created under the Affordable Care Act, and it's a group that will be able to cut expenses under the Medicare program. Now, as it turns out, there was some speculation that this advisory board would go into effect this year. Well, we've now found out from the government that this cost-cutting panel will probably take effect next year instead. So it's a matter of timing. And it's the sort of thing that went over well with investors uh, in the companies that would be affected by this new committee. Uh, you've got Bristol-Myers Squibb up 1.5% today, Abbott Labs up 2.7%. Celgene, if you're looking at biotechnology, up 2.5%. Regeneron Pharmaceuticals with a gain of 2%. And uh, I'll just stay with healthcare for a second. Anthem uh, down more than 2% today. Uh, Anthem, of course, uh, in July of last year, uh, announcing an agreement to acquire Cigna Corp. The price tag then was $50 billion. Currently, the transaction value is $45 billion. Uh, Anthem and Cigna, they are... Uh, of course, preparing for a showdown, senior Justice Department officials uh, looking uh, to review the deal and insurers are perhaps set to meet to, on Friday with the department's number three official at a critical moment as the government makes its decision about whether to approve or block the deal. Anthem shares down 2%. Well, just a quick word. Priceline got an upgrade from Barclays, and the share price is up. Let me see. It was right here on my screen. It's up one and a quarter percent, Pim. All right. Let me tell you now, it is time for the, the volatility index report. It is brought to you by CBOE VIX options and futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX options and futures. See disclosures. Learn more at CBOE.com slash powerful outcomes VIX. The VIX up today, up uh, 2.19 to 20.67. That's an increase of more than 11%. Unusual movement because the idea is that you need actual price volatility before the options market actually pays up in the form of higher employment. Volatility, which is what the VIX measures. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for a price on Wilson. Open up the door, it's Dave! Who? Dave! Hey, who doesn't like walking through Restoration Hardware? What's going on there, Dave Wilson? Well, I'll tell you, Restoration Hardware has gone through quite a reversal of fortune in the stock market. The home furnishings retailer set a record last November after surging more than fourfold from its initial price back in November 2012. Then the stock tumbles as much as 77% and almost gave back the entire gain. Now, Restoration Hardware trades under the ticker RH. The stock's plunge stemmed from disappointing results. Just two weeks ago, the company reported an unexpected loss for the fiscal first quarter and cut its full-year profit forecast by 38%. Restoration Hardware's fall led BB&T Capital Markets to revive an idea that the firm proposed two years ago, a takeover by the cookware and home accessories retailer, Williams-Sonoma. 
Analyst Anthony Chicumba wrote in a report that the deal makes even more sense now than it did then. In his view, Restoration Hardware would fit in well with Williams-Sonoma's West Elm and Pottery Barn chains, and a deal would lift earnings right away. And that prospect of a transaction lifted Restoration Hardware shares by 7.2%, their biggest gain since February. And Williams-Sonoma also rose that stock, adding 2.7%. Thank you very much. Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks columnist. You're listening to Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Bentley University. What do rebooting America's oldest ski shop and crunching numbers at Vistaprint have in common? An MBA from Bentley University that prepares graduates to innovate and lead because businesses everywhere prepare here. 